to the cloud. Okay, so we're recording. And so I am here with Satyendra, who has a fascinating background. And he has many, many projects that he's going to share with us. And of course, I would love to start enumerating them, but I think it's better for Satyendra to introduce himself and tell us, you know, a little bit of his background because he's an air veteran, he's a wing commander, he has a master's in business administration, he's an international coach. I mean, you name it, and Satyendra is doing it and has done it. So anyway, I'm very excited to uh, have you here on uh, uh, my podcast, which is College Advice uh, in Nanoseconds, and I am a college counselor in Caracas, Venezuela. And Satyendra is in India. So this is totally fascinating. Hello, hello, Satyendra. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Diana. It is a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, that part of the world has uh, always been very enchanting and I haven't been there. Uh, so, so now I have somebody and hopefully you stay there till I come. Uh, before you move out, <laughs> so uh, it would be lovely to be there. And uh, well, like you're a, welcome to come anytime you come, you want, but not quite now. This is not right. the best moment to come to Venezuela. It is a beautiful country, mm -hmm. as I know, is India, and right now is not the best time to come. So hopefully, okay. maybe next year things will change, and you are more than welcome. Thank you so much. So, so you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and. Also, uh, you know, what you have been working on because you have so many different uh, venues going on at once. I, I'm, okay. I'm quite thrilled and fascinated. So thank you for being on. That's, that's important right. too. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes, so to begin with, uh, yes, uh, I'm a um, air veteran. I don't like to call myself a retired Air Force officer. Uh, so that is how I write air veteran. Uh, as I do not really believe in retirement, you know, I do believe in transition and I believe in growth. So I have a, a kind of mindset which says uh, that the moment you start uh, taking things easy, you start uh, not growing. Not growing is stagnating and stagnating can mean uh, a lot of things which I don't want to uh, be. So yes, I started out uh, in the ranks actually. And uh, my dad was an officer in the Indian Air Force and I was experimenting with my life. Uh, like you had asked me uh, earlier that uh, talk about my college and universities. I said, that's a very interesting part. So uh, for people to take a lesson from my life, I am a college dropout. Uh, although I was learning to, uh, flying through National Cadet Corps, which is an establishment which prepares youth uh, towards the armed forces. So I was in the air wing and I was doing my gliding, I was doing my power flying. But yes, I was, you know, uh, like uh, now also, I was doing quite a few things. I wanted to be there very fast. So I call my journey as journey of ignorance and awakening. <laughs> and th that, that awakening came little late, but still pretty early. So I was in my thirties when I realized and I was not very happy. Yes, I was moving ahead. I was pursuing things and I was moving towards a certain direction. My graph would be there up, but still uh, with all those, you know, um, lot of negative self-talk and th those disempowering beliefs and that mindset which said, oh, you know, it's too difficult. You can't do it and things like that. So, but yes, uh, what helped me is the um, essence uh, of this beautiful place that I'm born in, which is culturally and you know, heritage-wise so rich. And I was introduced to yoga. And that is where I, you know, it, is all, it all started to change. It's, um, How old were I, you, when you when you were introduced to yoga, Satyendra? So, yeah, although the yoga was uh, not exactly a curriculum, but it was part of the physical training in the school, but nobody really, you know, uh, it is too time consuming. And that is where I uh, sometimes hold, uh, I call them victims of victims, ancestors, parents, teachers, you know, I hold them responsible for not telling the hows, you know, which is very important. 
that how does it come to your head or oh, everyone thinks oh yoga oh i mean it's like a you know it's uh, like kind of very rudimentary and uh, you know kind of sedentary you know and you would want as a kid you would want action you would want football you would want basketball so had it been told that uh, you know uh, yoga helps you align all that so that is where when i learned uh, and yes when i started practicing it it was uh, when i was in my 30s and i think the year was 95 1995 but were you so, in school then or were you no, already no. a wing commander oh ni- ni- no 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 95 i was a sergeant in the indian air force wow, i was awesome. working on canberras so oh. i was working on the bomber fleet and i was very proud although i had uh, tried my hand at uh, commissioning by actually i had joined in the ranks since i was a college dropout and uh, there was a window which said that you need not be a graduate uh, to join flying when if you are in the ranks so that is the window i took i did everything right but uh, the providence uh, did not want it that way and i very strongly believe in the providence and the energy part so i was medically turned down i have uh, some ailments which uh, did you know increase and uh, if i tell you that uh, my passion is fitness and i live with a slip disc <laughs> so <laughs> two contrasting things again oh my so, goodness yeah and that uh, i suffered that injury i, I was v- physically very oriented i did my basic mountaineering i was into high altitude uh, trekking and stuff like that it was in 94 that i suffered an injury in the gymnasium working out and which uh, gave me this uh, slip disc which went very bad but then uh, now it is all all under control i do exercise some cautions here and there but then yes uh, i have defied lot of things and that is where i say that you know that disempowering beliefs and mindset so it is quite a bit is here i don't challenge anybody i respect everyone i respect my doctors i respect uh, every professional who uh, gave me some good advice yet i decided to apply myself based on certain logic and science so and you you that, mentioned that that it was such a an important part of your awakening as you say of uh, being able to work th- through those disempowering thoughts yes. and and that you recommend uh, young people to uh, work through that through those disempowering yes. thoughts so maybe you would like to add a little more about your ideas for for young people and how they can uh, open up to mm-hmm. to go you know working with those disempowering thoughts and changing them and then turning them into something positive so they can be productive in their lives oh yes yes dan i would love to share that mm-hmm. uh although uh, one school of thought says that uh, you are nobody to change anybody's mindset and beliefs and i do believe in it but yet i use the word very carefully i say if you feel like you can always examine your beliefs again you know whatever beliefs values and mindset that you are living with i'm okay you know and i am okay with everything i'm okay with if somebody doesn't want to do anything in in his life in his or her life yet you should be very convinced then you should have no cribs at all so that is where i come like i said it was awakening when i said when i realized my past within and uh, it was a moment which uh, just gave me this thought that why am i thinking that this wouldn't happen and frankly speaking this was to be in my uh, you know uh, attempt when i was going for my commissioning so to just to give you a little bit of background i had already finished my masters in uh marketing and hr and i was looking at greener pastures leaving the service uh with some pensionable service behind me which would give me some cushion uh, but then like i told you my dad was an officer and my younger brother uh you know i am i am gen x and uh, he's at the bordering gen x so we have a generation gap actually 9 years of gap and he became an officer so uh, a sudden thought my dad said here i mean you were the smarter one in the house so if you do that it i would really feel proud so i said okay one more sacrifice there <laughs> but then uh, when i was preparing for it most of the people told me you're too late in the age you're competing with a 20 year old and uh, then i underwent a small capsule with somebody who was who would train people you know to 
kind of orient them to as to what would happen. And we have the system here, which we called uh, FOS uh, selection board or services selection board, which is a five day process where they evaluate you on psychometrics and a lot of other psychological uh, individual tasks, group tasks and stuff like that. I mean, they actually uh, uh, body, mind and soul, they kind of rip you and they do an X-ray and they see you. So uh, that is where uh, this gentleman who did kind of uh, you know, prepare me and he told me, you're not making it. It's too difficult for you. And uh, I, you have a lot of limitations. So can you believe I went with those limitations uh, to this place? And uh, I don't know what came to me. Uh, although I, and I would practice so after my morning yoga session, I just, uh, somebody said, oh, doesn't look like anybody's gonna make it in this batch. I said, please keep your views to yourself and I'm here to make it. And there was no looking back after that. Uh, I did very well in my SSBs, although, although I was the only one who was not very happy with the performance there. And then I, when I went for my training, I was the oldest. And then I bagged the trophy for being the best all-around cadet. Well, so, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> that must have been quite a win for you. For oh, sure. yes, yes. And it was very emotional to me as I speak to you, I get to, because my youngest course mate was 20 year old and Amazing. I was 34. Ha. So Goes to, get to that... show you that doesn't have to be the age, right? So well <laughs> yes. done. Well done. So that is where I say that it is all in the head. And yes, you, you need to work. You will have to work through this. And let me give you one more. You know, I'm making myself vulnerable here. The, uh, just a couple of days before I was to pass out, I didn't even know how I was doing. And my chief instructor, who I don't know for various reasons, uh, uh, you know, took a very special liking to me in a different way. So he ribbed me in front of everybody. And it was that bad a state that, you know, I was humiliated so badly in front of everyone. Uh, I, I don't know what I went through that night. Uh, yet, uh, you know, it was very lucky, uh, not lucky really, and the gods and the energies came through. And I did back that. And from there, it was no looking back. I've served uh, not only in the, I mean, I, uh, the only office I couldn't serve was the highest most office, that is the chief of the air staff probably. I was not that lucky there, otherwise I did serve in all good places, had a very satisfying career. And uh, from then on, uh, whatever I did, it was, uh, if not topping, very close to topping whatever I did. And so so I, I well tell done. people that well uh, you have to remember that it is all, all here, all here. And uh, if you believe in yourself, it all comes through. And there is big science to it. And that is what I'm practicing now. You say that there's a big science to, to getting, you know, to changing that mindset and, and being able to achieve what, what you dream of achieving in spite of your yes. shortcomings? Yes, yes. I see. Uh, the, the, this, the very basic sciences, and if I have to put you, and I hope I have time to do that very quickly, I'll tell you, uh, if you put yourself logically, uh, I am a very firm believer in soul theory. And what is soul? Uh, mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if you go back, you know, dissecting or going back to your life, uh, there is science to your existence, which is energy. You know, you call it Big Bang Theory, you call it the black hole. Something came out, there were energies, and then it was, con uh, there was that science which created you. So you came out of that basic energy. And now when you go back and think of in terms of soul, energy, God, or you know the bigger powers, what is that? It is all around you at the end of the day. Why does telepathy happen? It is simple, uh, you know, science there, it is physics there. Uh, how does energy and the alternative medicines have seemed to be working? It is that science there. And now uh, the latest is, as a matter of fact, the science has gone so deep. There is a product which is launched by, I think, Germany, you know, which uh, kind of helps you come through a lot of ailments by uh, tuning into your various frequencies. So that is where I say there is a big science and the way you want to perceive things, I'm sure it would have happened with you too that, uh, you know, you thinking of somebody and someone calls. You think yes, of, that happens uh, very often. Absolutely. Why does that happen? Absolutely. Why does that happen? Because we're all so, connected. 
Yes. So, and what yeah. is that? That connects us. It is the so you call it vibrations. You mm-hmm. call it some frequency. Why do few people click? Why? Why there must be something that you thought of me and you said, okay, let me ask him to come appear on my show. Mm-hmm. Why it didn't happen with uh, 140 more people? So, so there is there are there are those connects like you said. So that is the science I said. And uh, uh, yes, uh, now it is coming in a big way uh, called as uh, epigenetics, which is uh, also you know research and has proven that there are a lot of things which uh, for wasted reasons have not been told to us. So epigenetics says uh, that it is your perception and it is the environment which actually gives the signals to your cells to function. And 95% of is that. Uh, genetics says that your body is genetics, which I do believe. Like uh, that's why how I say it is a combination between science and spirituality. And what I'm trying to attempt here is breaking those walls between science and spirituality. So I'm uh, and I don't I don't call myself an expert on spirituality, certainly, but I call myself expert on sense, which is uh, sometimes eluding us and was eluding me, which is common sense. Common sense. It is very simple. Yes, I I see. Well, it seems very simple because, of course, you've been studying it for a long time. And I'm hoping that the young people can hear you and know that there are all these new things that are coming up. I've never heard of epigenetics. So I think that's fascinating. And, And I mean, probably people who are in high school and into college have have heard of these things or maybe not. So you know, if they, if they can go into it and, and see life from a different point of view, it would be wonderful. And Absolutely. So uh, if, you can, if you can tell me uh, who, who were your best teachers and, and why were they so compelling so that, you know, the this, this, uh, kids, the students can, can listen to it because it's so important to, to, you know, sort of fall in love with your teachers and, and you know, uh, take advantage of them in, the, in a good way. All right. So, by the by the way, uh, you know, we're lucky. We're very lucky to be discussing this uh, because in, in India today, September fifth is called a Teachers' Day. Ah, right. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so, so I'll definitely congratulate you as a teacher and okay. congratulate myself as a teacher. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. I wanted to surprise you there, so that's how I didn't mention my pre-interview uh, form. So it is. Uh, uh, actually, birthday of uh, one of our former presidents, Dr. Sarvapalli Radhakrishnan, who would be a, who was a teacher actually. Uh, so, so uh, my favorite teachers, like I said, um, I came from a background where I was given to understand that you are intelligent, but yet, yet maths, no, not your cup of tea. Oh, chemistry, you're too bad. So, you know, having started from there. Uh, and I do remember a few, but the uh, biggest impact that somebody had on my, uh, you know, memory or, you know, my personality was one uh, Professor Mukut who would be teaching us maths uh, in the college, which uh, I went to a system where it is, uh, you know, the um, uh, secondary school and then it is junior college and then it was senior college. So the junior college would be uh, grade 11th and 12th. And he would be teaching maths to us in grade 11th and 12th. So that is where uh, I did mention Teacher's Day. So it is so very important. And again, I would refer something which you would relate to, that uh, there would be a very interesting subject. And you would find that, you know, just because the teacher, you know, is the way he or she is conducting it, makes it interesting or boring. So, and uh, this is where not only the, you know, technique, uh, like I say, the crux for everything around us, especially for the humans is emotions. If you can understand that, and everybody is doing that, everyone is selling uh, whatever that they're doing. A teacher is selling her skills or the knowledge in the classroom at that moment. If she can understand that it is the emotions which matter, and emotions are depicted by visual signs, by you know, manifesting certain thoughts or pictures rather than only words. So imagine somebody teaching maths who has no scope to depict anything, you know, calculus actually, into pictures, 
would make that class so very interesting that there was a leeway given to the students from other colleges to come and attend his class. That was fascinating there, to there, think that, that there was no attendance taken and no. they would be sitting on the windows. As a matter of fact, today I was, uh, I did dig out the picture of my college and I was showing it to my son. I said, look at this and thank you to you. And I'm a very emotional person as I'm speaking this again, I, you know, get some goosebumps and I'm slightly overwhelmed uh, thinking of, you know, visualizing that image of people sitting and attending Professor Mukut's class. That's so, amazing. What a lovely story and, and, and how wonderful that you could participate and have that memory and share it today with your son. How wonderful. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then going on with our questions, what would you recommend to the first year incoming university students that even though, you know, you, you said you were a college dropout and then you did do your, your degree online and you went on yes. to do your master's. But you yes. know that that first year is such an important year for many students. So what would be your recommendation, even though I know that your ideas are way outside the box, but maybe that can help too for them to understand. Yeah. So, so uh, like I keep saying, you know, uh, one has to understand that uh, you know, for, uh, first and foremost is that we are in a uh, hurry and rush when we're doing this, you know, especially your schools and colleges, uh, you wouldn't want your child or anybody to drop out, you know, for, or, I mean, no, and or rather uh, say not drop out, but take a drop for a year. You feel, oh my God, how can it happen? Somebody's not appeared for the exams and one has to wait for six months or a year. Imagine the same person, if he's not understood what the true essence of life is, he or she moves ahead in her life, maybe let's say does very well, becomes a very successful professional doctor, lawyer, you know, an engineer, whatever. And for some reason, is not able to make that progress in her graph in terms of so-called success. What mm. happens? You lose a lot of years. If you, I mean, I look at my, I mean, uh, let's take example of my own organization. Despite however good you would be, it is a pyramid. So going up, it has, you have to be filtered. And that filtration is uh, from, you know, point zero decimals. So, so if, if you had knew, if you had known those small little nuances in life, which would make you a better human being, which would make, give you the, you know, understanding of your own qualities and powers. So that is the first thing that I tell them. Uh, and that is where my uh, out of the box thinking or revolutionary ideas of, you know, uh, revolutionizing the education come in that. One has to teach people when they are, when it is their priority. So I say, you know, at every stage as a child, my priority would be playing. When I come to grade eight, I would, my priorities would be slightly different at grade 10. So similarly, when I reach college, yes, I'm looking at a career now. I'm looking at something very substantial. I'm looking at, you know, going from point A to B in such and such time with such and such grades. So why not educate them what are the basic cores? What are their strengths? How they can, that is where, again, I come back to my own thought process, uh, which is substantiated by so much of research, my own research and studies. Like you said, you are a self-taught. I love that. I've been studying this subject for over 25 years now. So uh, I say that you understand what are your powers and qualities. There are hidden potentials. Uh, if I, who would be not scoring more than 50% in the academics, hasn't scored less than 75 from the time I realized I had this. So that means there was something which I probably did not understand or people who were expected to teach it to me couldn't understand. So, so it is, it is, the, it is, it is for the, uh, you know, university of varsity students to understand that this education that they are seeking should be able to make them better human better souls, better citizen. So uh, uh, that is what is counted. And in future, they would, uh, they would be responsible for a family or a society or a community. 
so that is more important than only looking at the way our education systems are based that okay to give you a profession or to make you earn a livelihood yes livelihood certainly is required but yes why not why not follow a passion why live uh, most of us at least in my country and still end up living dreams of our parents like i told you my dad said i would be very happy uh, if you do this for me you know yes i have that confidence so and i use the word very carefully and i said okay let's me give one more sacrifice so and uh, i was very smart there so i opted for a short service commission which was you know my stint was only for 6 years and i would leave and i would be entitled to my pension still but yet the situation developed in a way where i was given to understand that your pension may not come through and i couldn't take the chance at that moment and then i continued so that is one of my reasons of doing so many things now it is my passion today and i have i still say that you know uh, my inning is just begun i don't call it my second innings yet i know i am past 50 and i don't have so many years with me yet i would want to do certain good things so everything and is revolving will. around coaching <laughs> yes you, i will you will satender i'm 76 years old and i'm only beginning yeah, now <laughs> yeah i know i told so, i was telling my wife i said i'm being interviewed by somebody who you would be surprised to know that is cross 75 she said no can't be you you may have misjudged i said no i'm very no. i do remember diana telling me uh, you know she's around that age so in our i mean Somewhere, and so when uh, I hear you say you're 50, I say, oh my God, <laughs> he has his whole life in front of him. There's Absolutely. so much to do. You know, so, and, I mean, and, and, and I, have, th- I put a cap. I put a cap. You know, ceiling is 108 to 110 years. So, Pretty good. And uh, well, yes, we will all do that. Yeah. So, and whatever <laughs> that I'm doing right. presently, whatever that I'm doing is also is centered around the same purpose. Actually, you know, it is empowerment of youth in terms of showing them the. way to a resilient lifestyle show them what is a balance what is alignment show them what is success uh, i mean if if you have earned so much of money and you're not well it is not success you have earned money and uh, you you healthy and you don't have good relationship it is not success so somewhere you would feel that you know everything comes to a knot so you have to have a balance and for that balance that alignment is very necessary it could be in terms of mind body and soul it could be in terms of whatever that you're doing it could be in terms of your values and beliefs so that is these are the key words in my life purpose belief mindset uh balance alignment and then it comes fulfillment and blah 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 <laughs> Right, right. Well, I I was quite impressed with something that you you mentioned here that when you take on uh some new employees, sometimes you need 4 to 6 months to uh prepare them or retrain them or you know what is it that that when you hire them they are lacking that you you need to teach them for 4 to 6 months. I was quite impressed with that. All right. so there come there i give you a very current example mm-hmm. and uh, while i do this first of all i do not criticize you know whatever i do i feel that it is only a suggestion and uh, i am playing my part as a team you know when i go to my bank if i give a suggestion i say i am not giving this as a customer i am part of your team so while i give this oh yes everything has been done and now uh, as a matter of fact uh, in india we have a new education policy which is coming in and lot of things have been you know looked into there so when i say that i give this example of my son who's an engineer so and my son did fairly well he's placed in a multinational he works and uh, he's working in a us uh, multinational and what he tells me is when he, when uh, and i call it first stage of education over i don't call that he's on a career now uh, that's that's the way uh, it is in india most of the youth uh, in whatever profession that they are they would finish their graduations sometimes post graduations and they would work and that they, they would either pursue a you know ma- a doctorate or pursue a masters and stuff so my son is, was looking to pursue his masters and now he had to take a call 
so i said the easiest uh, for you is go ahead and you know uh, do your masters in engineering i mean whatever you call it masters in sciences or stuff like that so he said that the irony is that whatever i've studied in india is you know way late when i go to us he says what i'm working today is absolute it has oriented me that four years of engineering has only oriented me towards my job that i'm doing but whatever i, have, I am today and he has a handsome salary by the way he's a is an excellent uh, team person as a matter of fact when people are crying of losing job during this time my son has secured a job you know in the month of may <laughs> so oh, he's fantastic. moved another job he's moved another job so despite that he says uh, he had to make a fresh beginning and now also he's learning something new and he says he's not too sure you know he is learning so he's in a new position he's learning that he would go ahead and he said then he would maybe 6 months later or a year later he would take a call whether he would want to pursue you know his uh, masters in engineering he's all done all his examinations and you know entrance i mean whatever he is required to go abroad but he's still not uh, very sure so that is where i come in that as an employee i am not equipped in lot of things that is my my education system told me oh you have to okay you take sciences uh like my son he said he wouldn't study commerce he wouldn't study biology so the only option left with him was to study physics chemistry and maths and which gives him only one profession that is either he could go and study uh, for his academics and become a academician uh, in terms of maths and stuff like that or he would uh, go ahead and do become an engineer that is what he did so there are not many options around he was not told what is you know there was no uh, nothing on the skills part nothing on team building part nothing on like i keep saying the basic identity part that what are you how do you assess what you are good at if if you are not even good at and you just continue to do oh my son is intelligent he gets good grades oh you must become this so and he says okay everybody is saying this so let me try and do this so that is where i mean the majority so there's, there's, is stuck so you're saying there really is like a lack of orientation in a sense a- absolutely this, absolutely and, and, and also maybe uh, different uh, courses that they could take during university you know about team building about i mean all of these hands on things that we were talking before we started recording that are, are so important you know um, like my son says i'll give you another example he says uh i i i am working and i i've been working for 3 years but nobody taught me anything about income tax why shouldn't i learn how to do that yes it's very easy you can learn it you know later on also but why small bit of you know stuff like this is not part of curriculum everywhere why small those that team building exercise is to be taught only when you go to armed forces or when you join in uh, you know like the corporates have now they do a bonding exercise they take the team out outdoors for 5 days and actually they put them in a camp being run by a ex you know defense officer uh, good good that you know people are doing well there <laughs> uh, and they teach them those things why it cannot be taught in the schools you know those things should be there that why yeah. should be part of your grooming that be, why behavioral sciences shouldn't be taught at school that you understand what is happening why should you be people say oh i am very bad at judging people oh come on why should you be bad at judging people i mean when i say judging is observing people not really being judgmental but yes uh, it should be a part it is very essential in life when you moving forth and this is what what at one point i i had asked you about you know how how do you want to how do you see education in the future how would you like to see it and and you and i seem to agree there that there is so much that can be taught during i would say starting in preschool literally Absolutely. and then you know your grade school and then your 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 pre high school and your high school and of course in college and as you say something so simple as as income tax i mean it's part of every day you know so so why not teach it it's it's you know and 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 if you want to add on a little bit because you do have some very interesting ideas about how you see uh, how you would like to see education evolve 
would you like to add on to that yeah so so uh, i know like i said i you know i was writing this paper so uh, i would you know uh, I, like i said uh, the my uh, key air, key uh, words are purpose priority belief uh, belief mindset and then comes uh, balance and alignment so there has to be a composite package you know which gives you all round development which lets you assess where you stand and then you go ahead and do whatever you would want and while i'm doing that you know it is backed by not exactly figures that i would want to quote but i would quote examples like in in india uh, we have uh, presently the trend is that uh, there is you know engineering colleges which have mushroomed and again i wouldn't want to go into the details of uh, how and why does it happen uh, they only produce unemployment by the way you know an engineering graduate i met was working in the library as an assistant drawing 5000 indian rupees and my son who is an engineer you know uh, takes home i think multiplied by i think uh, 20 or god knows i think i mean I, <laughs> it's, so, it's so it, yeah it's yeah. irrelevant but it's a lot yeah, more it's what i'm just way. saying i'm just saying yeah. that you know uh, that why should it be uh, then you find that you've done your engineering you've done your masters and then you realize oh shit my passion lies in photography and you are a intelligent soul and you turn out and you become a excellent photographer actually you know you turn out to be a professional in photography you take up uh, you know making movies uh, you become an administrator you will be surprised in india in our uh, we have you know civil services examination Uh, we have different streams there but primarily there are administrative services there are police services and there are revenue services and blah 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 most of the people you find there are not normal graduates most of them are post graduates and some some of them are professionals who've been doctors engineers for years and now they become a police officer or they become an administrative officer i have few examples to say that okay first he was a doctor then he became a police officer and then he realized that oh this system is not for him and he resigns as a police officer now not only not only see the uh, damage that he's causing himself imagine the damage he's caused to the system where this one seat of civil services takes 5 years of preparation and probably the uh, selection percentage must be uh, in three decimals down like in our case also in the armed forces uh, we were probably the application stage must have been 5 lakh plus and then 30 made it and out of which probably you know 20 would have made it to the course so it is so if you pursuing a wrong education right in the beginning and realizing that much later in life you have you yourself have set yourself back 10 years one yes you may be smart enough and good enough and that is how probably you take that decision much later in life imagine this gentleman or like i am saying i am pursuing my passion now had i been enlightened or the system would have groomed me to understand and take a decision like as simple as decision making qualities people don't know why should you go to a management school to learn decision making problem solving and uh i came across uh, one of my clients uh who's an entrepreneur and i said oh you are you are a masters in business administration that is his qualification and this this so you do this exercise and my uh, style of coaching is that i don't do solutions i don't guide you i don't suggest you so i do your you know i do a questioning and let you think deeper go much deeper with you where you realize your innate strength like that is what i believe in and you realize oh yes this is what i can do and it has happened i mean 100% it happens that is how i am so sure that everyone's got that strength he says oh yeah i did study my masters but i don't remember i i hardly studied i just passed and so imagine he is a professional he is a masters in business at good that he is running his own business he is doing very well by the way but he is not applying anything that he had learned 
but he took away that one seat which was very precious for somebody else probably so that is where i say that you know there are a lot of reforms which are needed and basically what you require is a balance a composite package and then once you've had your college now yes we've come to a stage where our system says that you know you would i mean it's it was 10 plus 2 plus 3 uh it was 10 plus 2 plus 2 then it became 10 plus 2 plus 3 plus 2 now it has become 8 plus uh, 3 plus 4 so hopefully things will be taken care of i'm not too sure what is the curriculum that they have but yes uh, everyone needs at home and that is why uh, i offer pro bono coaching for youth for students i don't charge anything uh, for people from the services and veterans i don't charge for their transition so these are the two segments and yes otherwise also presently i am involved in uh, yes that's a lovely project i would want to speak about yes I'm, please tell us about it this is this is called coaches for you uh, which you, uh, uh, the icf coaches that is international coach federation certified coaches in india have uh, joined hands and we are about 200 odd coaches now we started with about 50 in the month of uh, may and uh, we offer only pro bono coaching starting from one session to three session free of cost we also do development programs for uh, mentoring the coaches who are already there in the field to hone their own skills so there is uh, so much available and uh, the entire endeavor is this only empowering people and do the youth seek out your help are they oh yes oh yes Oh yes, oh yes, and uh, yes. When while you sp- speak about that, one of my endeavors as a podcaster uh, was an idea which uh, came by from quite a lot of clients of mine, who would find that they are stuck in such a position where they have, uh, you know, they can't get out. They are uh, working professionals. They are in a profession or an industry that is ridden with certain problems where. they don't find any solution actually and this solution is an environment i do believe that most of it is inside yet there are people who would look for certain environment so uh, and those are the people who would want to go back and work in the same environment so what do they do if i am as a coach i'm not able to give them any result so they would say that yes the uh, the coaching space that we share and whatever transpires there takes them is good enough for them to take them for a fortnight or a month and so i said okay why not come up with a show where i talk of these challenges of entrepreneurs professionals in a very light hearted uh, you know conversation and uh, in the process give out certain brainstorming ideas or tips which somebody may want to latch on to to you know have a good day or maybe try it out at their own place of work and believe me all these uh, there are such uh, i have done about 15 conversations till now there have been lawyers journalists uh, doctors and different people who've come on board and yes they give out things which are not available in books they still now are not available very important because then you can listen to it also from a different point of view and all yes. of a sudden just one word can change everything you and know it's a practical and practical idea though, Yes, yes, and, and even though the person might feel stuck, but he says one word. Wow, look at this! This is then, then that would be their aha moment, you know, right. that they say, "Wow, I can do this," even though I feel stuck. But there is a way out, you know. Very true. So that's wonderful, and and that is what your podcast is about right now. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, and wait, your podcast name? Ha! Huh, let me see if I if uh, just so I can say it. Could you repeat your podcast name? Oh, it is Know the Happiness How with Winko Chow. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. And then you you also have that you have an upcoming project that you have something called Sustainable Resilient Lifestyle Model. Would you yes. like to talk to us yes, about yes. that? Yes. Yes. So so uh, uh, I ha- I started out a company which is called Resilex Coaches and Consultants. So although in the coaching space generally uh, the coaches brand themselves you know as uh, an entity uh, here i am looking at an umbrella uh, which is place for uh, you know doling out value of for all kind of coaching which is 
related to resilient lifestyle it could be personal resilience it could be career resilience it could be uh, you know uh, individual resilience any any which way so uh, whereby we are uh, working on a product uh, which would uh, kind of you know um, help you understand where what exactly is your trouble sometimes most of us are not even aware that these are the issues that i have so the idea is to educate you disseminate that knowledge help you analyze help you understand what is wrong and if you want to examine your beliefs and uh, like i said mindset then you go ahead and uh, maybe detox yourself get all that out and then you work on your transformation and the third stage is which we call maybe uh, spirituality although the heavy word i don't know why people have made it out so much uh, although it is part of i i keep saying we 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 understand spirits we understand energy we understand everything however the moment spirituality comes we think oh it's only you know for gurus and sages and probably beyond certain level no it is very much part of our lives like uh, my tagline is uh, raising awareness transforming reality and creating resilient lifestyle creating destiny i believe in it so strongly that if uh, you can think of uh, all these things and start when you are conceiving a child you can certainly create a destiny yes the environment will certainly be there environment will be there there will be lot of uh, you know factors which would play around yet you would be able to achieve if not less 80 90% there in terms of you know creating a destiny too so that is where like and again coming back to raising awareness a very simple thing just be aware of what you are doing you drinking water that is what we call mindfulness i i was never told that's how i say the houses are also very important why is breathing so very important most of us actually are not breathing properly at all what you're breathing is a very short breath yes it is adequate but if you want to live a very healthy normal life you know good life like i say i would love to you know leave this world jogging on a treadmill maybe outside trekking or swimming or maybe just talking like this that is the best way and one can do that now uh, you you must have heard about ikigai and you must have heard i've heard about okinawa in japan which is much in news now that uh, people there are all above 100 years so how is and they have nothing too special they just follow a small little simple lifestyle i keep saying very simple lifestyle things that you need to understand and emulate and bring it in your life and it would be a lovely place so this is what we are trying to create in this product uh, with uh, the idea of empowerment uh, empowerment transformation and doing a larger good for a larger purpose rest all is a by product so which we very sure will come and that yes. that we call as abundance which is yes. plentifully i don't believe in competition at all i believe in cooperation competition is with self dig out dig out much better things from within <laughs> that's wonderful so uh is there anything else that you would like to add that uh i might not have included oh no i think you've uh, done very good uh, the only thing probably i would want to tell anybody who's listening to this uh is the you know crux of uh, my podcast that is know the happiness how with binko chow is that there is so much of happiness there is so much of abundance and all you people listening and living life live your life this is the most beautiful thing that uh, is around here god has you know created this uh, to savor to enjoy yet you have to know how to live it so have confidence in yourself wherever you stuck think just to remember like i keep saying that if you believe in energy you are part of the same energy then you are part of god that is how we say god is everywhere so whether it is god whether it is soul whether it is energy it is all within me i am part and extension of that in india uh, you know we say aham brahmasmi 
so i mean there is much uh, much to it but yet to simplify it, it it means i am god so it is not in any arrogance it is only realization that i am as powerful how can somebody your creator can make you lesser powerful than you know let us look at if we call god a father or mother or whatever so every parent wants the child and the child is generally genetically and environmentally more conditioned and advanced you know you look at baby boomers then you look at gen x and then you look at millennials and you know everyone so you would find that every generation is better than previous one so similarly we are extension of that god or godly creation so we are certainly as powerful you just have to remember so whenever you're feeling low just look inside yes environment does matter but what matters is all here here <laughs> yes and of course i would say also because you are there to help that you know our young people should seek help should ask for help because there yes, is so anything. much out there i think Absolutely. and that i think is what you've been offering you know to our listeners throughout is that you know there is this there's so much available and of course you're one of the uh, go to references that could definitely uh, thank you so use. much if i if i can be of any help anywhere anybody you know uh, my life is made my day is made that's wonderful well thank you so much satyendra for coming on and you know sharing so much of yourself and of your projects and you know just you know saying i am god it's very true we are uh you know uh like little bits of god all over the planet and that's why it's so before uh, i go let's let's let me just you see you see this is where a uh, small little difference lies and it takes uh, you know so so to say that i am god you are hesitant why and i'm giving you a logic there that why should you be bit of god and it is not arrogance no no i am not defying anything i am not saying that i am not going against any religion i am just saying that i am part of the same energy which is godly around me which has created everything which has created me so how would it not create me as good or even better than itself that's very true which is and where it is which is taking me as a medium to create this beautiful world around me so that is where i say and i have nothing uh, like i said it is not an uh, not in any stubbornness any arrogance with very humility i say look deep inside you are god thank i you. am i believe i am thank you thank you very thank much you. for that so Pleasure we'll was see mine. you soon i hope to have you back on because this has been exciting and there's about i don't know maybe a thousand more subjects that we can touch on so absolutely anytime see you very Pleasure soon satendra thank you thank very you much. thank you thank you for having me on the show and so you all take care take good care <laughs> have lovely